Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Blackfoot Communications is actively supporting the communities we serve across Montana and Idaho. We are installing hundreds of miles of fiber in our service territories, increasing the broadband experience in our rural communities. We are delivering remote workforce solutions for our business communities. We are creating new, innovative solutions for our local entrepreneurs and enterprise organizations. Learn how your company can benefit. Call today at 541-5000 or go to blackfootbusiness.com. Blackfoot Communications Connect to more. Five o'clock somewhere. Including in Missoula, Montana. Welcome back to Nuanez Now, a one-stop shop for all things sports around the Treasure State each and every weekday from 4 to 6 p.m. right here on 102.9 ESPN Missoula, as well as statewide on SWX Montana Television. Keep it on SWX if you're watching. We're going to have a bunch of games coming up uh, in the next couple days, next couple weeks. They're doing the game in Bozeman, the Eastern Washington, Montana State game tomorrow as well. So um, keep it tuned right here, SWX, bringing you the best in um, all local sports. Live from uh, coast to coast in the Treasure State, at least. If you missed anything in the first hour of the show, it was a good one. We're here from Randy Ray, head coach of the Weber State Wildcats. Chris Redpath stopped by for our weekly Around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops segment. And uh, also talked a little bit about a couple of Montana guys playing in the G League. Trace Tinkle from right here in Missoula. Josh Hustis from Great Falls, both playing in the NBA G League right now. If you missed anything, though, you can find it on the podcast. The podcast is available on all your various podcasting platforms. You can also hit up our station website, 1029ESPN.com, and click on the podcasting tab. The podcast proudly presented by the Blackfoot Communications and the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel. If you want to give us a call or shoot us a text, please do. 406-361-3688. That's 361-3688. All guests join us via the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. And we're going to go to that. Back-to-back here, first and foremost, we're going to guests first. So Eastern Washington is the out-of-state team that's in Bozeman right now. 
Eagles and the Bobcats. They tip here in just a couple minutes as well. Talk to Shante Leggins, head coach for Eastern Washington. Earlier this week, Eastern Washington, the defending league champions, they went 16-4 and in league play last season. They did not get a chance to stamp their ticket to the NCAA tournament because, if you hadn't heard, the NCAA tournament did not happen. But they came into this season as the preseason league favorites despite losing league MVP Mason Peetling. Tanner Groves has blossomed into uh, one of the premier players in the league. He's averaging 16 and 10 right now. Kim Aiken is still doing Kim Aiken things. He's an enforcer and, and one of the most physical players in the league. And they got the preseason league MVP as well in Jacob Davidson. It'll be a good matchup with Montana State because Montana State's athletic and fast. They also have a great big guy in Jabril Bello who will be able to bang on the block with those Eastern Washington big guys as well. Here's Shante Leggins from earlier this week previewing his team's games against Montana State in Bozeman this weekend. We go now to the Rangage Brothers RV phone line. Welcome in. I think we could say a friend of the show at this point. He's joined us quite a bit throughout the last couple years. It is Shante Leggins, the head coach of the Eastern Washington Eagles. And, Coach, it's been a minute since we were sitting in an airport on our way to Boise shooting the breeze it seems like a year ago all at once so i mean uh what's been going on with you how are things things are good um you know i still listen to your show it's the best way to get some updates on montana montana state so it's always good to listen to you guys and see what how they're doing but yeah it's been we've been doing actually pretty good um wife and i and the kids are healthy and everybody's you know safe and sound and um our guys are healthy and so that, that means a lot and you know just uh trying to, trying to navigate through this uh kind of kind of this different year uh, of ours and you know taking challenges as they come and, and just trying to figure everything out just like everybody else and just hope we do it a little bit better at the end of the season well let's take it back to, to last march let's start there because eastern washington wins the regular season title in the big sky conference but then doesn't get the opportunity to go to the big dance and i know it was a heartbreaking ending for pretty much everybody across the league and across all of college basketball uh, but coach was there an element of that being a motivating factor for your team coming into this season it was, um, and then you know you, you get the you get the well we would have beat them anyway we would have done this and if we would have played them we would have beat them we were the close game you know you hear all that throughout the whole year the players definitely so that that always gives them motivation and then you know you, you hear that and you're like well they weren't that good but we you know but we beat this team we beat that team and so you always have that motivation and then not being able to play in the tournament especially for some of the guys that. You know, you know, spilled everything into it. You know, for that for their four years here, like Mason Peeling, and and you, you you feel for those you feel for those young men, and, and you wish that we had the opportunity. But at the same time, we understood what was going on. Um, you know, it was it was a bittersweet feeling. I mean, you know, we had our senior night here against Weber State, and you know, we won the game. We clinched we clinched in the league, and so we got the nets down. And you know, some of the guys that done that before, so they got that they got to experience that. Mason Peeling in his four years here, had, you know, he's won some games and been very close to to getting to the tournament, been to the championship game, you know, you know, two out of his out of his three years, and his last year he wins the whole thing, and so you you, you feel some excitement for him because they get to do that, but you you the ultimate goal always is go play in the NCAA tournament. That's that's just everybody's goal, and that's that's the, that's that's the exciting part about you know being a college athlete is you get to you have that opportunity no matter where you're at, you have that opportunity if you play good enough. To go to the tournament, and we we thought we had a good team. We thought we, you know, we we thought we had the the best chance of going to the tournament. And then once you get there, like anything can happen, and dreams come true there. And so, you know, you you just you just do everything you possibly can, and you you know you you hope motivation in, in any any way can put you in the right 
in the right frame of mind. But you know that that was one. You know, trying to get back there and trying to do it because it's hard to win. It's hard to win the league championship. It's it's really really hard. So you got to give it to the teams. That, you know, you got to give them a lot of credit when they do it because it is a hard deal, especially how we won the last year. Shante Leggins joining us on the Rangers Brothers RV Foldline. He's the head coach for the Eastern Washington men's basketball team. They play in Bozeman both tonight as well as on Saturday. And, Coach, what's your perspective on just the format of the league this year? It's been very interesting to watch both the coaching matchups and the personnel matchups with these back-to-back games. So when you do have to go play a team twice in a row, uh, how much different is that? And what do you just think of the way that things have transpired so far? You know, it's... it's it, it, it's interesting, um, you know, to say the least. you got a team and, you know, it can get chippy on a Thursday and then that Saturday game is even more chippier. And so it, it, it's, it makes it exciting. Um, you know, it, it's the best way, I, you know, to keep the guys healthy and keep us kind of in a bubble for that week um, leading into the games and whatnot. But, you know, it, it is it is interesting to see how, how teams have been able to, you know, navigate, like, different scenarios, different situations. Like, you can go into a game and, and feel really good about it on Thursday, and then you, you know you, you go into that Saturday game like, man, this is what I expected. But how are we going to win? How are we going to win this game? You know, you you can go into a game and thought you you played really good basketball, and then you end up not, you know, you end up losing. And it's like, man, well, what do we do to to win the game? Do we stay the same, or do we change? Does other coach change? And what is he going to change? And you start thinking about what they're going to do and what what can they do? And so it, it's a lot of mind mind tricks and mind games, and 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 how you're going to figure out to get your team to to play and then that Saturday game sometimes is just a lull in both teams because you just saw each other and you know the games don't always end up that that same intense as intensity as it was on Thursday and so you got to figure out how to bring your own you know energy your own excitement to these games and and sometimes on that Saturday it's always tough and so it, it's been it's been interesting and then the player matchups you just you just hope that you know our, our the kids stay mature because you know there's a lot of trash talking in between them sometimes you don't hear it sometimes you see it a hard foul here. Somebody said something there, and then it, then it carries over to the game on Saturday. And that, you know, sometimes it gets a little chippy, and it gets a little, a little bit too, too much of a one-on-one or me. This is me versus you deal when it's a team game, and and so you, you, you do your best to try to keep those 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 instances away from you know the game. But they're going to be there, and so it's always fun um, to to try to figure out you know ways to to win the game, and you know you don't have, like for instance for us. We started getting ready for at least the coaches that started getting ready for, you know, Montana State Sunday. You know, Monday Sunday. Usually, you know, you got coaches doing multiple scouts moving into next week, but we play both. We play the same team twice, so you know, we we we, we make sure that we're 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 prepared at least. You know, we hope we are, um, and then we hope the guys understand what we're trying to teach them. And so that's that's always good. And so that's why you see the games on on Saturday usually be a much better defensive effort than the first games because you you know you you dialing it back and you're trying to figure out ways to stop the team. And you just play. Your team has been red hot as of late. Five-game winning streak. You've been scoring the ball at a really high clip. And uh, there's been some astounding box scores. I mean, one box score I saw, you know, eye pops out when you see 19 hit threes in a single game. But what have you liked about your team execution-wise? What's got Eastern Washington's offense humming right now? Well, we've been able to practice. And uh, we've been able to, you know, keep it consistent for the first time for like two weeks or two and a half weeks this season. You know, usually we've had a break or, or something's happened. So we've been able to practice for a little bit, and that, that's key for us because we're a rhythm team. We like to play a certain style. I like to let our guys get up and down and, and just play basketball. And so, um, you know, when, when teams give you open shots, you take them. When teams take away the three-pointer, you hope you can go inside and, and get some baskets and drive the ball to the basket. And so, you know, I, I try my best. 
um, to let our, our, our players play freedom and creativity and let them have fun out there and play. And, and uh, sometimes it works, and sometimes other coaches or our fans think, what are they doing out there shooting so many threes or, or playing that style of basketball? You know, if I just like it if our guys are playing free and easy and, and being able to get up and down the court, and you just hope that the team understands, you know, what a good shot is and what a great shot is. And we try to come down and get great shots every time as fast as we can. And so um, being able to play that way, I think, as a player, I think it's exciting. Um, you know, everybody touches the ball. You know, I'm, I'm really, you know, I'm really impressed with our assist numbers this year. We've had a game with 24 assists or 26 assists. And, you know, and so we've been able to move that ball. You know, 19 threes is great, but I really love the assist numbers. I like the ball when it's moving and popping. And, and I think everybody enjoys playing that style. So we, we, we really try to get up and down and, and make sure everyone's getting a piece and they're all getting to shoot it and they're all getting to pass it and they're all getting to make plays. And if you can do that for 40 minutes, I think, uh, you know, usually the outcome will be a lot of points or, or we either scored a lot of points or the other team scored a lot much, a lot more than us. Shante Leggins joining us on Nuanez Now, 102.9 ESPN Missoula, statewide on SWX Montana Television. Eastern Washington is in Bozeman this weekend, playing tonight against Montana State, as well as on Saturday afternoon. And, Coach, new-look team for Danny Sprinkle. No more Harold Freight. They're a lot more up-tempo. What's your general scout on the Bobcats, and what do you think of the matchup between your team and Danny Sprinkle's team? I think uh, I think he's done a great job with his team. Uh, you know, he... He lost one of the probably one of the better players, you know, to be in the league in the past ten years, uh, maybe two of them, uh, you know, the year before. And so he's been able to uh, really turn that thing around and and uh, really put guys in positions to be good. And it's fun watching his team play. It's fun. It was fun, you know. I've been I've been watching games and the way they play. You know, he's got he's got players that uh that are really good. You know, you think they're going to take a step back with losing Harold Frey. Obviously, he's a you know the the, the young point guard they got now. Um, number one is is really good, and he you know he, they don't miss a beat you know with with getting him in, and he's running the offense great. He's also left handed. <laughs> How he did that is unbelievable. Bringing another lefty, um, so he that's good. And then obviously they got the inside presence, and they and he's done a lot. He's done a lot. He's bringing shooters, and you know it's been fun watching. So it's going to be an interesting matchup because you know we both we both like to play a little bit up tempo. Um, they, they've been doing a really good job defensively with with how they've played and so it's a real challenge for us and we're trying to figure out ways to, to find a chink in their armor it's pretty tough uh, they make threes you know at a high percentage they put the ball inside the offensive rebound they can drive it um and they defend and so you know we've been we've been scratching our heads and, and, and trying to figure out ways how we're going to you know play this team especially on the road and you know they're going to be really up for the game uh, and they got some of the better players in the league, so it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be fun to see, you know, where we're at because I know they've been putting in a lot of work, and they've been, you know, they haven't missed too many beats, and and it's going to be fun because they're at the top of our league right now. So we got to make sure we get in there and play really, really good basketball if we want to come out there with a win. You know, uh, they're really good. Well, the matchups that I think a lot of people have their eyes on is the matchups in the front court. You got one of the best pairs up front in the entire league, and Kim Aiken Jr. and Tanner Groves. But Montana State, Jabril Bello is is a problem in the paint. So, what do you think of the front court matchup, Coach? I hope the ref. I hope we get to play. You know, I, I usually when you get big matchups like this and you get to see big boys go at it, there there be some ticky tack calls and both big guys are on the bench, and so you don't get to see them play. I mean, this is it's rare when you get, especially in our league, where you have multiple big guys that could actually that that actually can play and do things. And so, I'm looking forward to the matchup. Um, I know they're going to be coming at Tanner, and, and they know we're going to be going at at uh, Jabril, and so it's going to be a fun matchup. And so you're going to look inside, and we're going to see, you know, what we can do. Obviously, it's, it's an exciting game. You've got to figure out ways to stop the ball from going in there so much because he's a very, very, uh, 
he's a, he's a very strong player. He's efficient when he gets the ball. And so we got to be smart with, with how we guard. I mean, he, he's very good. And being able to watch him and, and how he gets up and offensive rebounds and dunks the ball and has soft touch, he fouls, he makes his free throw. So it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. And it's going to be fun to see, you know, where Tanner's at in the league. You know, this is his first go around really where he's been able to be the guy. Um, you know, after losing Mason last year, he is now, our, you know, our, the man in the middle for us, as we say. And and uh, he's been doing a terrific job. And so being able to see him do that and being able to see him play against that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him play against it, you know, against players like number 13 and, and see how see how things work out and and see see, see where he's at. And see, it's just something that he, he's looking forward to himself. And so it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, I, I'm looking forward to that matchup. Four teams tied atop the Big Sky Conference standings right now with six and two records. It's Weber State, Southern Utah, and the two teams that are playing in Bozeman this weekend, Montana State hosting Eastern Washington both tonight and Saturday. Coach, we'll get you out of here on this. If Eastern Washington is to come home with a win or two this weekend, what's going to be the key for the Eagles? Sorry, I, I lost you for a quick second. Sorry, I lost you for a quick second. Say that again. If Eastern Washington is going to come home with a win or two this weekend, what's going to be the key for your team? Oh, well, we're going to have to... We're gonna to have to defend our butts off. You know, they're they're pretty good. Um, of really of really getting guys shots who's supposed to have them. And so we gotta do a good job defensively. Then obviously we gotta do a good job rebounding the ball and making sure that we're in the right positions uh, defensively and then obviously getting back in transition because they're very, very you know, they're susceptible to you don't look at them and think they're a fast team, but they play fast. And so we gotta make sure we're back and we're doing the right things because you know, if you can get back in transition and you have a chance to maybe stick in front of them and they run so many sets that they get their guys shots. We have to be ready, uh, really, really good on the defensive end because if we're not, it's going to be a long weekend for us. Shante Leggins, he's the head coach of the Eastern Washington Eagles. His team's in Bozeman each of the next couple of days. Coach, I know you're busy. We appreciate the time. You're welcome back anytime. Best of luck this weekend. Man, thanks for having me. It's always good to be on your show. It's always good to listen to you too. So I hope you're doing well and uh, go Eagles. Shante Leggins, got a love right live radio. Right, he's a coach. He's getting a call on his cell phone. Doesn't even miss a beat. Just keeps on rolling. It's amazing. I, I love it. Shante is one of my, my favorite coaches in the league. I always love catching up with him. We appreciate him joining us on Nuanez Now, 1029 ESPN Missoula. This game between Montana State and Eastern Washington, the tip got moved up. It's supposed to be 7 p.m., and that's why I'm playing these interviews in the 5 o'clock hour. We got moved up to 5 p.m. It's already going. It's 11 to 8 Eastern Washington leads. So let's hear from Danny Sprinkle. Before it's old news, Danny Sprinkle, head coach of the Montese Bobcats. This game now tied at 11 with 13 minutes to go in the first half. Right here on Nuwana is now Danny Sprinkle. We go down Rangage Brothers RV phone line like we do each and every week. We welcome in Montana State second-year head men's basketball coach Danny Sprinkle. And Sprinkle, your team was is coming off of a tough road trip. Your first two conference losses, you lose at Weber State both Thursday and Saturday. I thought good fight by your team, but Weber State can really score the ball. What was the difference this weekend in Ogden? Yeah, it, both games came down to you know pretty much the last two minutes. You know, the first night it was a one possession game with forty five seconds left, and we just we couldn't make the stop, and they made a tough shot, jump shot, Isaiah Brown, and then. Uh, and then the second game, you know, the game was tied up, and we had two defensive breakdowns where we went underneath the ball screen, and and uh, Siku Jawara made two threes. And uh, you know, it's something that we had done the first six games. We had kind of made those plays the last five minutes of games. We'd hit the big three or got the defensive stop, and and both of those games, you know, Weber State did. And give them credit. Uh, you know, they're the they're the most talented offensive team we've played uh, by far, and. 
you know, it's tough to stop them because they can score at all five positions and they're all skilled that, you know, they're both their fours and fives can shoot three. So they really spread you out and their guards are athletic. So, I mean, they put you in a lot of predicaments and, uh, you know, it's kind of, we just needed them to, we needed them to miss a couple shots. This is sort of a broad question because I talked to Coach Ray, Randy Ray from Weber State, about this last week as well. But when this game, when the Thursday game started, you look out on the court and you got Tyler Patterson as a true freshman, and then everybody else on the court started their career somewhere else, somewhere else. And it seems like that's just kind of the the way things are in college basketball now. I don't think it's a good or a bad thing. I just think it is the way that it is. But what do you think of just the prevalence and influx of transfers? And if you get the right guys, how much can it help your program? Well, it can help you a lot. Uh, just look at Weber State. They brought in five new starters, and they're all averaging double figures, and and they all got bodies on them. Like you said, you know, I, you look out there and you see Tyler Patterson, who's six seven, hundred and seventy pounds, and then they got Dante Bassett, who's been at University of Florida, and like he's six nine, two fifty. Carlson six ten, two fit. Like you know, even their guards all got bodies, and and uh, you know, but that's. That's that's the world we live in now, and and it's gonna it's only gonna get worse to be honest with you once they pass the transfer. Like it's, you know, there's gonna be more transfers than ever, and and uh, it's it's hard. It's gonna be hard to build a program, you know, from the way that we're we're used accustomed to building programs. You know, getting high school kids or having kids for two or three years. You know, it's that's not the case because if a kid's not playing, he he's gonna transfer, and then you got to bring in somebody else, and you got to stay old. You know, like you got to stick. You know, stay with the Portland State, the Weber's, the Montana, like all those schools that are bringing in transfers too. You know, you got to keep up with them. You look at Portland State too. I mean, they brought in more than a starting lineup worth of transfers as well. And so it, it, again, it seems like it's just the the way that the things are going. And if you're not doing it, you maybe are falling behind. But what do you think of just the overall premise of it? Because it seems like it takes a, a certain element of trying to find the right guys that are going to come in, even if they are transfers. And it's still similar to your culture. So how hard is it to build culture? How hard is it to find guys that can transfer in and buy into something that already exists within a program? It's the hardest thing as a coach because you know, yeah, you're bringing in a transfer, and they're transferring for a reason. They're transferring to come play. And so you need to make sure you're bringing in the right character transfer um, that is is about winning and about doing the things to win on and off the court because otherwise they're just going to they're gonna be a headache in the locker room. They're going to take mental energy from yourself and your staff and, and your other players, and then your chemistry's screwed up, and, and you're not going to win too many games. You know, and I think that's where, you know, like Weber State, like those guys share the ball. I mean, they got five pretty much high major transfers in there, and they move the ball better than anybody we played this year. Like, they make the one more pass and share the ball, and they play off each other, you know, which is really impressive, and it's a it's a testament to Randy and his staff of how they've gotten that talent to play together. And uh, because it's it's not easy to do because a lot of times transfers are coming, and when you recruit them, you got, you got to tell them that, hey, you're going to get this shot, whatever. And – you know, it's it's a different thing to get them to play. You know, for the name on the front of the shirt, not the back. And they've they've done a tremendous job. And even Portland State, you know, they have nine new transfers too. And uh, it, it's hard to implement those guys and and get those guys thinking about the right thing. Dave Sprinkle joining us. He's the head coach for the Montana State men's basketball team. His team has a pair against Eastern Washington. One more question about last weekend, though, Coach. You guys entered the weekend undefeated at Big Sky Conference play. As you know from your time, both as a player and an assistant in this league, and now as a head coach as well. 
And Ogden, Utah fans or not, it's one of the hardest places in the in the Western United States to go get a, a win. Uh, so, but how do you how do you not let last weekend? affect your mentality moving forward? Because, I mean, I think everybody realizes no one in this league is going to go undefeated. So how do you not let a couple losses, how do you not dwell on that and, and move on to the next page here with Eastern Washington coming to town? Yeah, you know, and that's that's the thing about this conference is that, you know, no matter what, you got two tough games the next weekend, win or lose. And, uh, you know, we got humbled a little a little bit last weekend, especially Thursday. You know, we couldn't stop them. You know, to be honest with you, they shot 63% for a game. And, uh and our guys, their their pace was a little too much. Now on Saturday, we did a much better job responding and guarding them. Um, but you know, I, we played well enough to win both of those games, uh, which is crazy because I thought defensively we were not very good. Uh, but we still had chances in the last four minutes to win at Weber, which is always hard. So, you know, there's some things that we got to clean up, and uh, you know, a lot of the stuff doesn't get cleaned up overnight. But by the time March rolls around and we go down to Boise, that that's when we have to have it cleaned up. This weekend, Eastern Washington in Bozeman, 5 p.m. on Thursday night, noon on Saturday. Eastern Washington, the reigning regular season Big Sky Conference champions, did not get a chance to affirm that in the tournament because, as we know, the tournament got called off before the quarterfinals commenced a year ago. But coming into this year, Coach Eastern Washington was also the preseason league favorite, I think justifiably so, given everything that they returned. Uh, what do you think broadly just of the job Shante Leggins has done and what makes Eastern one of the teams to beat in the Big Sky? He, he's done such a good job, you know, just taking that job, you know. I mean, first off, a lot of those players were his guys that he had recruited, you know, when he was an assistant. And then, you know, the one thing that they do, and you can just tell by watching their bench, like they all root for each other. You know, they got, they got, you know, tremendous energy on their bench, you know, and they just know how to play basketball. They They don't run anything, you know, fancy. They just – run their four out one in, they just keep staggering away, but they got really good basketball players that play off each other. They can all really shoot it, which is dangerous. You know, I mean they hit nineteen threes against Southern Utah. You know, they went nineteen of forty two in a in a conference game, which is unbelievable. You know, and then they got the big fella down low, you know, who, you know, might be the best big guy in the league. You know, I mean he's averaging almost twenty and nine and uh he can shoot threes, he can go off the dribble and and so he's he they're they're very scary. You know, in the last couple of weeks, they've been playing with the preseason conference player of the year, you know, coming off the bench. You know, that's how talented they are. And so, you know, we definitely got our work cut out for us. And, and uh, defensively, we got to get a lot better between now and Thursday at 5. You mentioned that style, and it is sort of a little bit of an evolution of what they were doing with Jim Hayford there as well. But, I mean, it's not, like you say, it's not complicated. They just kind of spread you out. They, <laughs> no. play some, they play some isolation, and then they just really shoot the rock. So how much concentration does it take man-to-man defensively to try to just buy into to exactly what they're doing? Because it's not necessarily that hard. You just got to stay engaged, right? You do, and that's the hard part. It's almost like they know exactly who's not engaged defensively, and they pick on them. And they'll run up play, and all of a sudden, bam, they kick it out to that guy for a three. And, you know, the second you turn your head and lose your man, he's cutting back door for a layup. You know, they, they do a great job moving on penetration. So if you're staring at the ball, they're relocating, and they're finding that guy, and bam, another three. And so it's, it's a, you know, their, their spacing is really, really good. Uh, and I think the one thing, as good a shooting team as they are, I think they're the best passing team in the league. You know, you out. That's what stands out to me when I watch film on them is all five of their they just they can really pass the ball. If somebody's open, they have the ball on time on target. 
and uh, and it thus they shoot a really high percentage, and they're better shooters because of their passing. So then for Montana State, what sort of growth do you want to see? Because like, I think that your comments after the game on Thursday were, were right on. You know, hey, I think we played well offensively, but we kind of got into the style Weaver State wanted to play. Uh, how do you not fall into that same trap and get lured into Eastern Washington style? How does Montana State define uh, what they want the pace and the tempo of the game to be? Yeah, I mean, we can't let them get out and get out and run and hit, you know, transition threes and let their pace dictate what we're doing defensively. Um, you know, we've got to do a much better job guarding the ball, and that way we're not getting put into, you know, rotations or scramble situations because they're too good a passing team, they're too good a shooting team. And when you do that, they're going to get open looks, and, and sooner or later they're going to make two or three in a row and the game's open. And so we have to – we have to. our offense almost has to dictate the game more than our defense. And by that I mean, like, we have to take good shots. We can't take quick shots and we can't have turnovers because they will feed off that. And they're too good offensively. You know, if you give them easy ones in transition or off turnovers, it's going to be a long night. And uh, so we got to be really smart with the ball offensively, you know, and get good shots so we can set our defense. And uh, then, like always, you know, we got we got to hope they miss a couple shots, you know, <laughs> and uh, you know, and then and make sure we're rebounding the basketball. Because Aiken and uh, and Groves, you know, they're they're four and five men are the two top two leading rebounders in our league. So we got to. We definitely got our work out for some of the boards, too. Dave Sprinkle joining us. We'll get you out of here on this, Coach. It's crazy to say, but here we are. We only got four weekends of conference play left until the Big Sky Tournament. Just five home games left for your team. So what do you think What do you think of the point you guys are at right now in the season? What's your overall evaluation of the team, and, and what is your, your overall goal for this weekend? What's the next step for Montana State? You know, I think I think we're getting better. You know, I think the more games we're playing, we're getting better and better. Our our rotations getting better. Guys are getting more comfortable. Uh, like Abdul Muhammad played really well last Thursday. You know, and started Borja. You know, and we're going to need to continue that. Um, you know, we we need to do a better job guarding without fouling. And uh, you know, we've been hurt by you know foul trouble in in quite a few of our conference games. And uh, and we can't afford that. You know, especially in our in with our top six guys. And so. You know, I'm 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 pleased with where we're at, but I, I still know, you know, in order to get to where we need to be by conference tournament time, you know, we, we need to improve our offensive pace uh needs to get a lot better. Uh and the shot and our quality of shots that we're taking needs to get better uh to beat those top teams. And you know, our goal for this weekend is, you know, you know, we haven't beat Eastern Washington in a long time. And uh yeah, they're a good program, they've done a heck of a job, but at the end of the day you got you gotta beat some of these top teams and uh you know, and I'm not gonna be. I'm not satisfied with like Weber. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we played great for two games. That's not good enough. And uh, you know, so we got to find a way to grind one out like we did the first six games of the conference and and uh, and try to get a win this weekend. I know you guys had your rivalry games against Montana canceled. I know this is a really big rivalry in football when Montana State and Eastern Washington play. Does this have a little bit of a rivalry feel to you as well? Um, I mean every. Every conference game honestly feels like a rivalry to me, and maybe just because I'm from I'm from the Big Sky Conference and I know all these teams so well, and uh, you know, but I don't I don't know if it's so much a rivalry. You know, I think it's it's one of those games where, like, you know, when you're playing Weber, like, you know, it's a big game because they're always at the top of the conference, and uh, you know, so I, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a rivalry game. Uh, but we know how important the game is, especially in the league standings, because we know they're going to always be towards the top. 
No question, especially the old school Big Sky teams. It's always a fierce one. Montana State, Montana State hosts Eastern Washington Thursday, 5 p.m. It'll be on SWX Montana, right here on SWX Montana. You can also find it on Pluto Channel 1057, as he does every week. Danny Sprinkle joins us. And, Coach, we appreciate the time. Best of luck this weekend. We'll look forward to watching your team against Eastern Washington. You got it, buddy. Hey, and we got ourselves a football coach, man. He's a great one. I can't wait to work with him, coach. Yeah, he's a offensive genius, and and uh, super excited about the football program here. There you go, Danny Sprinkle, joining us on Nuanas now, like he always does. Montana State, Eastern Washington, about twelve minutes in. MSU is up twenty-seven, twenty-one. Jabril Bellow just had a huge dunk, and as he was coming down, he. I unintentionally hit Tanner Groves right across the chin and dropped the Eastern Washington big man to the court. Ouch. I give you a Grizz game update on the other side. We also have Robbie Beasley from the Grizz coming up right after this. Hi, this is Kim from the Wingate in Missoula. If you need a break from the everyday same old, same old, we want to be your home away from home. With comfortable rooms, a great breakfast, and a super fun indoor water park, The Wingate of Missoula is the ideal place for a quick getaway without having to go away. Let us give your family a little quality time together or ask us about our birthday parties. Work like an adult, play like a child, and sleep like a baby at the Wingate of Missoula. Hey, welcome back. Nuana is now. 1029 ESPN Missoula. Statewide SWX Montana Television. We're marching through it. Two games already going on in the Big Sky Conference. Montana State is up 30-29 to over Eastern Washington in Bozeman. That game's got about six minutes to go in the second in the first half, excuse me. And then in uh, Missoula, I'm going to be racing down there right after this. The Grizz are up 18-17. Grizz got off to a pretty good start, but uh, they've been cold lately, and that's just been the, the trend for Montana uh, pretty much this entire conference season. Caught up with Robbie Beasley, freshman guard for the Grizz earlier this week. We go now to the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. Welcome in a freshman from the University of Montana men's basketball team. And most recently, the hero for the Montana Grizzlies after hitting a buzzer beater to force overtime in last Thursday's game at Portland State that Montana went on to win 70-64 to after an extra period. Robbie Beasley. Robbie, we appreciate you coming on the show. How you doing, my man? I'm doing good. <laughs> I'm doing good. Let's start with the biggest highlight you've had in the last week or so. Filled with a freshman season that has been a great season so far for you. But last week against Portland State, you guys look like it's, you're dead in the water. You're down three with just a couple seconds left. Portland State's at the free throw line, but they missed the front end of a one-on-one. They get the offensive rebound. They missed the putback. All of a sudden, you've got the ball in your hands, and you drill about a 30-footer at the buzzer to send the game to overtime. Just take us through the sequence. What was it like for you to, to hit such a big shot? Well, yeah, I mean, the play before, uh, you, you can tell I was visibly, like, a little bit frustrated just because I had a chance to put the game or get us down by one with a layup, and they let me get the layup, which was the funny thing. And that's why I was also frustrated because I'm like, they, they gave me the layup to make, and I still missed it. So then we went back, and I was like, all right, 
they've missed a couple free throws, so I'm, I will not be surprised if they miss this, especially if they just miss this front end. So I was like, all right, just forget the last play. And let's, let's get ready. So he misses a shot. I was trying to go get the rebound because it was a long rebound, so I just didn't want the other team to get it. So we ended up getting it. So then Stead passes to Bewitt. Bewitt uh, dribbles the ball up. And I thought Bewitt was going to shoot it at first just because the, the clock was really running down, and I didn't really get a chance to see until I got the ball. And then I looked up. So he passed the ball up, and I was like, okay, yeah, it's going up. So I looked at the clock, and I was like, all right, I can take one dribble, and then I have to put this up. So I took a dribble, shot it, and it felt good. I've told this to a lot of people, like, it felt good coming off. So I held it, and I was like, that is for sure going in. And then it was just – it was crazy. Like, I – it just – the excitement and the energy in the gym just really just on our bench because I think it would have been even more crazy if there was actually people there. But just our – it was just crazy. Like, I I think that was, like, the biggest shot I've actually hit in my whole entire life. And it was just – I can't even explain the feeling. I was just like, let's get this in overtime. We need this win. Definitely needed the win. Montana then went on to dominate the overtime period and pulled out a 70-64 to victory at Portland State. But let's talk just about this season because you guys have been in more close games than any team I've ever even covered. I mean, you guys are sitting here at 4-6, and six, but you're like 11 points away from being like 9-2. and two. You know, lose on the buzzer against the Northern Colorado. Uh, I mean, coming down the wire in multiple different games, a double overtime game, another overtime game. So, I mean, what's it been like for you guys to have to battle in every every single one of these close games? Yeah, for sure. Like, it, it, it's especially tough um, this season just because we have to play teams twice in a row. So, the, the scout is always much stronger. So we, so, we know what they're doing, and they know what we're doing. So, it, it really affects uh, – both of the schemes and the game plans just because we're playing each other in such short notice and just short, uh, short time period. So, and also like, I feel like every team in this league is, can anyone can beat anyone. And we see it like we, we see like uh, top seed teams fall to, you know, lower seed teams. And it's just this year, it's, there's no, you don't know, you don't know who's going to win the game. You go into the game and it's anyone's game. There's no r- real underdog. There's no real favorite. It's just uh, it's just whoever comes out with the most energy and executes their game plan, that's who's going to win. And, you know, we've been in a lot of close games, and we, <laughs> we've been on the, uh, the wrong side of it a lot, and I just feel like that's, that's just maturity. That's just we're, we're a young team right now, and we gotta, we're going to figure it out. We've got to grow up. We gotta grow up, and it, it, we, we have to just get the discipline. And we're just we're we're lacking just overall cohesiveness, and you know, really like we we have a, a really young team, a really, and we will figure it out. And you know, it's been close games. We can do it. We can do it. Like we, yeah. What have we lost? The total like eleven points. Is that what it is? I think that's right. Yeah, like, <laughs> we, are, we are literally 11 points away from probably being uh, the first seed in the Big Sky. So we can do it. We just, you know, we got to grow up. We got to get that discipline and get that experience and we'll figure it out. Robbie Beasley joining Nuanas now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. The Grizzlies taking on Weber State this weekend here in the Garden City. And, and Robbie, do you feel like 
once you guys do kind of kick that door down, it, it will be this sort of flood of confidence. I mean, it seems like you guys have been knocking on the door, but once you kick it down, maybe it, it could actually spark some sort of a hot streak within the team. I, I definitely think so. Think so. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be scary. Um, uh, once we, you know, get past that threshold, I think we're gonna look like a completely different team. We're we're just gonna look like just smooth and confident, and I think it's gonna be really hard to beat us once we once we break that. It's a zero year eligibility wise, and. At the league tournament, everybody makes the tournament. And so if you want to go to the NCAA tournament, it's all just basically about three to four games the second week of March in Boise. That's it. So do you guys ever talk about that? Just the fact that you know it really is just all about peaking at the right time in this league? Yeah, we, that's absolutely what we've been uh, really focused on. Like, we, need to, we need to work on getting there by March. That's, you know, that's, that's when it really matters. We need to get to where we want to be when on that flight to Boise. That's how it's going to have to be. Because, you know, these games matter in a sense where, uh, you know, you don't really want to play four games. Really. You want to, have, you know, have a bye and, you know, have a little bit of an advantage. But at the end of the day, like, you still have to win three or four games. It's still going to be tough every single game. So you just got to get where you want to be by March. And that's what we've been talking about, um, you know, for the past few weeks, really. It is so unfortunate that there's not an opportunity for you guys to to be around the people in the community and, and be around the fans because you know, this week normally when Weber State's coming to town, I mean this is a week where Missoula's a buzz. Everybody's ready to to go root on the Grizzlies against the Wildcats, and it's one of the great rivalries in the league. But for you as somebody that's in the Big Sky Conference for the first time, what's it been like just navigating the league, learning about the league? I mean, what are what are just your overall impressions of playing in the Big Sky? Because I mean, it is kind of your first time ever playing against the Portland States of of the world. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, the main difference for us is it's hard to really see like, like you know these especially these rivalry games like we we haven't been a part of these certain games with a, a normal environment, right? We, we like it, it does take away a little bit from the game in terms of like, for example, we were gonna go. Play our our rival, but unfortunately there's a you know COVID complications, and we're we're talking about it. we're like this is this is like we this is the game where all of our all of the alumni are gonna go either watch the game or check the scores after the game because it means that much to them. Like we, we it's been difficult to really grasp that concept and really understand like how big these games are, really just because. We don't feel like we can't, you know, we can't walk around like, you know, downtown and just like feel the energy of like, oh, we're going to go to the game and, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be packed, this and that. Like we, we, we can't really experience that. And I, it, you know, but another good thing is that this, this year doesn't really count. So it is in terms of eligibility. So then we got, we, we get to play them really before our freshman year really fresh when you go next year. But I think that that's just been the hardest part, just not really experiencing, like, the real rivalries and the big games that we would have if there was, you know, fans and things like that. 
Robbie Beasley joining us. He's a freshman for the University of Montana men's basketball team. Montana taking on Weber State both Thursday night and on Saturday. And Robbie, I know you came on a visit to Missoula before <laughs> all of the, the craziness in the world happened. So, I mean, how do you maintain faith of, of hey, I made the right decision. I love the place that I'm at. And what were, what did you think of Missoula before you know everything kind of got shut down? Well, I mean, yeah, like the visit. Yeah, that's why I committed. Like, it, you know, it's a great place. It's a fun place. And I, and I got that on my visit. Unfortunately, yeah, we can't experience it now, obviously, due to COVID. But, you know, I, I, I didn't forget. <laughs> I didn't forget all the fun I had when I came here the first time. And uh, hopefully that uh, we'll have that uh, soon, soon and maybe even into the next school year. But, no, uh, you can't forget an experience like that. And I, I'm not losing faith at all whatsoever in what Missoula has to offer. Seems like there's a certain element here where maybe you get closer with your teammates because, I mean, those are kind of the only guys you're really allowed to hang out with or kick it with anyway. So, I mean, do you feel like you guys are getting to know each other pretty darn well? Well, I I do think so because we actually are – we can't really hang out with other people. So we were basically forced to hang out with each other all the time. Like there's no, there's no outside uh, friend groups that we can, you know, like have – like because – being completely honest, the freshmen especially, we don't have any we don't have any classes in person. So we're technically we really don't have any friends. So like our only, you know, um social, you know, communication is with our teammates. So yeah, I, I feel like we've definitely got a lot closer. Um be, just because we have to isolate. Well, it's only going to get better from here. I promise you that. The last question for you. This weekend, it is going to be big games, even if there's not a bunch of people in the stands. And Weber State is red hot after sweeping Montana State last weekend. They are all of a sudden now tied for first place in the conference. As you guys are prepared for Weber, I know it's early in the week, but what's your overall impressions of them, and what do you hope to get done this weekend? Well, the number one impression I get is their experience, and they know they, they know what they're executing in. You know they're confident, especially right now. After coming, that's a that's a huge sweep, and they're they're coming off of confidence. But you know, the history of this game is, is huge, and it means a lot to us. So we're going to come out ready, and I can promise you, it's going to be a game. Robbie Beasley, the hero last weekend, and an outstanding freshman guard for the University of Montana men's basketball team. Robbie, welcome back anytime. This was a lot of fun, and uh, best of luck this weekend. We'll catch up with you soon. Sure, I appreciate it. Thank you. Robbie Beasley, University of Montana. Freshman. Point guard. He's got five points right now in Missoula. And Montana leads Weaver State 30-24, to about two minutes to go in the first half. On the other side of the Great Divide, it's a race to 100. And he knew it was going to be. Eastern Washington leads Montana State 49-42 at halftime. We'll have updates for you. A little more after this. It is Nuana is now 1029 ESPN Missoula Statewide, SWX Montana Television. Blackfoot Communications is actively supporting the communities we serve across Montana and Idaho. We are installing hundreds of miles of fiber in our service territories, increasing the broadband experience in our rural communities. We are delivering remote workforce solutions for our business communities. We are creating new, innovative solutions for our local entrepreneurs and enterprise organizations. Learn how your company can benefit. Call today at 541-5000 or go to blackfootbusiness.com. Blackfoot Communications. Connect. 
get to more. Hey, welcome back. It is Nuanez Now, 1029 ESPN Missoula, statewide, SWX Montana Television. Thanks for riding with us here on a Thursday. I always do this on Thursdays. I want to share some clips from our Grizz Greats episodes, our podcast series that are be wrapped up here by the end of the month, 25-part podcast series. It takes a while to roll out, but we just don't have time. So you can go to grizzgreats.com or you can go subscribe on Grizz Greats. Uh, on all your podcasting platforms. Johansi Manzanares, he was a senior defensive end on that 1995 national championship team. The podcast, by the way, commemorating the silver anniversary of the 1995 national champions for the University of Montana. Uh, I was just off by the frame shop today. Our two prints, we got these awesome fine art prints that we're going we're gonna to give one of them away to all you fine listeners here. Uh, but I'm still waiting for the to get the framing back. So we might actually pu- push the promotion back to next month. But in the meantime, you can go check out rbagley3.com. It's a website with a bunch of cool art, including this painting that we had commissioned to commemorate this podcast series. The painting is a painting of the Missoula Valley Mount Sentinel, but it also has all sorts of different things. University Hall and the Grizz old school Grizz logo, as well as Dave Dickinson, the All-American quarterback for the University of Montana, Don Reed. One of the great coaches in the history of the Big Sky Conference, Andy Larson, all commemorated in this painting. And so go check out rbagley3.com. You can get a a print of it, a poster, uh, or you can get sweatshirts, T-shirts, all that stuff. And uh, you're helping support great local art. It's painted by a former Grizz, Ryan Bagley. He's a great Falls, Montana native and uh, a proud University of Montana alumni. And you're also going to have something that's one of a kind. I mean, we're only going to sell a limited edition of these things, and uh, it's pretty darn cool. So go check out rbagley3.com today for a great piece of art or a great gift for the Grizz fans in your life. Halftime in Bozeman. It's a race to 100. My brother, Brooks Nuanez, is there on the sidelines, and he said Shante Leggins, who joined us earlier in the show, by the way. And if you missed anything earlier in the show, you can find it on the podcast. Podcast proudly presented by the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel and Blackfoot Communications. But Shante Leggins, he keeps screaming in the timeouts, they can't score with us. They can't score with us. Eastern Washington's averaging 85 points a game over the last five. Right now they're at 49-42. So it's an offensive shootout right now in Bozeman. Uh, Jacob Davison, the preseason league MVP, is nowhere to be found. He has not played in this game. He's not in the arena. I don't know what the issue is. It's not a COVID issue because the games would have had to be canceled if it was a COVID issue. So he's nowhere to be found. We'll find out what's going on with him. But Michael Meadows picking up the slack. He's got 17 points at halftime. Tanner Groves, uh, Eastern Washington's outstanding big man. He has 12 points and 7 rebounds for Montana State. Nick Azalis and Mike Hood each in double figures off the bench. It's halftime in Missoula as well. Uh, perfect timing for me. I'm going to race on down Dahlberg Arena. So tomorrow on the show, we will have a bunch of follow-ups on all these games. We'll also have some sound from uh, both the head coaches, Danny Sprinkle and Travis DeCure, as well as some players. And uh, Brooks Nuanas going to stop by the show as well. Break down uh, the new hire at the, for the football coach at Montana State. Also talk some Super Bowl. And, of course, it's a Friday, so our good friend Carolyn will stop by and give us some laughs as well. The Grizz up 34-29 right now at halftime. Kyle Owen. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now. If you visit msubookstore.org, free regalia. 
when you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.